feel, I feel like the more I come here, the more tasks I get given to do. Oh, so you should. I suppose so. Should. This I is fair. Just FYI, for the second week running, even though we had a gap last week, they're doing more yes. roadworks at Lincoln Road. There must be. Getting on the motorway. Not just when I get home. Uh, it can, it, verges, it, it holding, merges into one lane. You're holding me responsible for the roadworks. Just saying, it takes, do, it, it takes I, a little bit longer to get I here. I do go to all the public um, forum meetings and say, can you make sure... On a Monday or a Sunday. Monday nights. Just want that Run shit about. closed down. Yeah, it's me. I feel like I'm quite far away. Am I far away? You're just short. Yeah, I'm, well, you're I'm actually not, not short. I'm not short. You're not. Yeah, you know, what, you know what irritates me about my height? No. I've been 5'11 since I was about 15. You just wanted that magic six? Yeah, I was yeah. really on a good... good. And if, if 15 people, it out. At 15, people were like, shit, you're tall. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. But then I just, you know, I never got... I was never short. Okay. You know, but yeah, just want that little six. Foot. I've noticed... I've, I know people round up, but I, I, I just can't. I've... I've never really felt objectified. I objectify you all the time, you this sexy piece of ass. Okay. I've never felt objectified by strangers. Oh, yeah. Until I had kids. Yes. And they look at me, and then they look at the kids. It's happened twice. One was a diving coach, because I took my kids to swimming lessons. Mm-hmm. One of the diving coaches, because my kids don't do diving, stopped us and was like, you're going to be tall like your old man? You uh-huh. should do diving. He, he, he visibly looked me up and down. Looked yeah. my son up and down and was like, you got, so, you got some tall jeans. You can be a diver. Would you, Apparently that's I, a thing. I never knew that was a thing. But also, is that objectification or is that just trying to... He looked me count. up and down like a piece of meat. Yeah, he was checking out your genetics. Yes, that's objectify. I am... But he, he was like, your dad's tall and I want to bum him hard. That's objectifying. No, objectifying <laughs> can be more than just sexual objectifying. You're, an, you're a tall object as yes. opposed to a short object. Exactly. And then, yeah, the other, but, and then the so other, and then the other day, why are you upset about that? You were, I'm not you, upset about you, it. You sounded upset. I'm celebrating it. <laughs> I've never been objectified. I finally get objectified. I think the word objectifying generally has a lot of negative connotations okay. around it. How so I, I was, it, I was thinking, how about I put it? I've never had someone really kind of look me up and down Ooh. and then go, "Oh, that's some tasty jeans." I have. I've been objectified. Second time was dancing class. Oh yes. The the dancing teacher, even though I've been to my daughter's dancing class, was like, "Oh, are you the dad? Are you?" And really? I was like, "Yes." And she was, maybe she's looking at my daughter going, doesn't look like you. But um, she was like, oh, yes. Oh, your daughter's going to be tall. Tall dancers are the best dancers. My daughter does ballet. Right. So, right. And your wife isn't short either, is she? What sports are you like, oh, you're too tall for this? Like gymnastics, right? Gymnastics, it's better to jockey, be. Jockey. If you're a yeah, jockey, true, you, jockey. Can't be too, you can't be too tall. If you are a wrestler. Mm. Um, I think you want to be a little bit more sort of lower center, gra- okay. center of gravity. You're talking like actual wrestling, not WWE? Yeah. Because those guys are giants. Not jump but off the top rope. Not like um, The Undertaker. What other jobs? What other jobs? What other uh, professions? You know what's... Uh, you know the old days when if you wanted to be an air hostess, you had to like be a certain height yep. and a certain weight or something like that. They got rid of that. because They was, still do that in China. Really? Yeah. The rec- recruiters come to the university campus... Any girls who are interested, it's girls only. Any girls who are interested, there might be some guys, but I mean, the recruiting yeah, only is girls. Attracted. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is a few years ago now, yeah. but like, yeah, the recruiter come to campus and then of all the girls who come, they'll be like, 
and this group of girls will proceed with you to like the second level and it's I all think, just on their looks i think yeah i'm not i'm not worried about their looks and stuff of course real humans is like oh damn she's pretty fine but it's not exactly like you're gonna like freaking i want my in-flight coke served by someone who is attractive yeah, i cannot yeah. take ugly person coke <laughs> the only thing that gets me now is like it does pay to be a little bit smaller and a little bit nimble if you're going up and down those aisles mm. i i feel conscious when i'm going up and down those aisles i'm smacking people in the side of the head with yeah. my fat ass like and then you get a air hostess or air ho mm. hosted hosted mm. hosted big freaking massive big units big units yeah. be, and you're like every time they go by you're like whoa <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah 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 so but you can't do that on the rare occasion i'm traveling by myself on a plane and some stranger sits next to me you can see the visible look on them oh for god's sake <laughs> those legs are going to be sticking into me the whole flight this tall bastard I, I told you that story though didn't i but the end of that story where i shat myself in sydney yes. Yeah, when I and I sat down next and that to that guy was just like for a hip sake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, because I just said to him, "Oh, mate, I'm sorry." <laughs> At I, least you're upright. I shat myself today. <laughs> anyway, if you uh, want to see the full version of that story, that was can, on a previous episode of this uh, yeah, podcast. Watch, this is a podcast, by the way. It's about rugby as well. You might we are going to get to the rugby. There's a lot of rugby to there talk is about. A lot of rugby. But um, this podcast is. Not just on YouTube, not just on my channel and your channel, but it's on... Uh, That's how it works. One week on his, one week on mine. For those of you who are confused. confused by it. Yeah, why is this fortnightly? It's mostly yeah. weekly. Yeah. <laughs> why has he got this weird guy on his channel every once every yeah. two weeks? Yeah. Um, Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher. Can I just read out to you a couple of the ratings we got from people we who got actually... Ratings? If people actually left some reviews. Have oh, you read wow. No. <laughs> if anyone is keen, like... We this, love this, it. yeah, we'd okay. love you to leave a rating. So one of them you, said, "Can you send me the screenshot and I'll, I'll stick okay. it up?" There. One of them's honest review. Well, they know how to put words together and make sentences. <laughs> uh, one of them five was stars? five uh, stars. Five stars. Oh, yes, yeah, five cool. stars. Good chat from two funny guys. Keep it up from Wales. All oh, right, okay. Thank one of them you. was great. The URC is the best league. Okay. One cool. of them said, "As Kiwi as it gets." Right. And the other one said, uh, MLR enthusiasts, speaking of both oh, of us. Yeah, right. Love the pod, good humor, good rugby chat. One small problem is I can't quite tell if their love for the MLR is genuine or a running joke. I love the hand jackets. It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. It's we are going to get to some MLR at the end. But there's um, there's some other rugby we're going to talk first. Yes, there was some big rugby. After, uh, I feel like a, a man who has been in the desert for a couple of weeks, dying of thirst. You finally quenched it. I've found a tropical oasis of, of rugby. Um, and yeah, what a, what a weekend of... Oh, actually, uh, I would have... As a neutral, I would have preferred a little bit more tighter clashes. And I'm sure if you're a neutral of the Argentina All Black game... You would have liked that to be a little bit tighter because I don't think there weren't that many blowouts in the Six Nations, mm. but those two, those those that was a, a we opening weekend of blowouts. Yeah, there were some impressive results, but neither of them were edge of your seat no. stuff. But they were still impressive, like yeah. impressive in their own right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're gonna talk about it. South Africa, South Africa. Yeah, I'm like, wearing their jacket for a reason. Forty three twelve. Very, very impressive. And that's the B team. Is it really the B team? Not really. People kept calling it the B team. I was Just, getting messages from people saying, "Have you seen the box B team?" Before I'd actually seen the lineup, and I looked at the lineup and I was like, "It's not B team." You got Lacanio Arm in there. Yeah, that's you not, got um, you know Bongi Mbanambi. He's not like the yeah. B team guy. He starts more often than not. You know, Franz Malherbe. Like it's not yeah. a B team. 
yeah, yeah. Admittedly, yeah. they were without like It's a Birth and I really like that guy. Colby, not Aronsa. I like Aronsa, but this is, what's the name of the other Moody? Um, I like Moody. You I like love, a bit of Moody, don't you? I love the cut of his job. He's he's an absolute star. He didn't get the tries, but it was but so boy, he, good to see he, them spread the freaking ball. Well, that's what the thing that I noticed about both of the games. The All Blacks set piece was incredible, mm-hmm. and then the um, box who usually have an amazing set piece. They did have a great set piece in this mm. game. We're running the ball. I was like, what, so, are, you, what are you doing? That wide, wide play was just so hard to live with. Yeah, and I think that the all of the homework that the Aussies had done have been around, you know, stopping that, uh, the box box kicking and yep. all that sort of stuff. But it just left these big gaping holes around yeah. the rucks and they and they took used them to full advantage and yeah. gave the ball some air and, and they've got some very classy outside backs. Oh, yeah. My dad has been on it them for a couple of years now why don't they use their bloody wingers like yeah. he loves he loves guys like colby and like Aaron's is kind of a similar cut to yeah um, very very you know to colby very, you get very kind of similar vibes from him so clone, yeah really yeah gaz has been dead keen for them to do it and boy and they, did they looked do it this good time. they looked good yeah um yeah i thought they were, they were pretty amazing all around yeah very very dominant across the park um the don- second half they were just yeah i thought there was uh, definitely the most dominant team on the park. I thought there were a couple of crucial decisions that may or may not have changed the sway of the game and, and at crucial moments. The first try, not by the Wallabies, Corabetti's try was great, by the way. Yep. Um, the first try that, to Aronza that he got, I thought there was a pretty clear knock-on in the lead-up to oh, that. Yep, yep. I thought, and I was like, that's a knock-on. Every, like nine times out of ten, the ref calls that as a knock-on. It didn't even seem to go back and check it. So I thought that... Sh- Surely my, TMO would have checked it in the background. They usually no, do but they did. But it was score. one of those ones. I think they did check it, but it's one of those ones. that's fifty-fifty, and it's it's on the field, and it and it hasn't been called. So they've gone. Well, we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it. Like it's not. It's so would have been difficult to yeah. go the way. And then the other call was at the very end of that half. Um, Hooper did a long pass out to I can't remember who, and then it got into the hands of Corin Betty, mm. and he pretty much had a clear run to the line. But um, Ben O'Keefe caught it a forward Full pass, pass right. and I was like, if they got that try right at that moment, mm. then they go on with a bit of momentum. That the score line's really, really tight, and I thought those were two, two, two crucial moments that kind of broke the back of the Aussies, and then for. It was a pretty piss poor effort from there. And then, so and then, maybe not as doom and gloom as the scoreline might suggest? Maybe not. And I mean, if Hodgie kicks some of those kicks in the first half, the scoreline yeah. looks a bit better. Boy, you don't a, have that kind of desperation. He's to got a, to, and a, boy, that was a, that was a hostile Loftus. Oh, yeah, man, the atmosphere was yeah, cracking up. I know you didn't get up at, at the crack of I certainly did not. three o'clock for it, but <laughs> I did. And I had... I had the old wireless headphones on playing the anthems as I was making my coffee and I my didn't toast. Even, I didn't even watch the anthems. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, usually if I'm watching on demand, I skip the anthems. Yeah, yeah. I even skip the haka. I just like, just go to the, just get to the game. You don't like to listen to um, Goldie go on and on and on about um, what the keys to success are going to be or something No, I just, like get, just get to the kickoff. Right, yeah. Just give me, the, give me the... Give me the meat. Give me the meat, basically, yeah. Give me but, the shaft, um, give me the balls. Even as I was uh, just making my toast, I was like, ooh. This is, this is tasty. I could feel the atmosphere. Yeah. I wasn't even looking at the screen. You could feel it. So Yeah, yeah. As soon as I sort of saw the crowd and I saw how loud they were, mm. just just giving it to the um giving it to the Australians at every mistake. Yeah. Like it just felt like a horrible place to play if you were an opposition team. And they just they were they were in it for maybe the first 30, 35 mm. minutes and then it just all went to absolute post. Who for you, uh um, where did it go wrong for the Wallabies and what's your biggest concern for them? 
I mean, too many handling errors mm. was concerning. Like, that's just kind of basic skills, and their discipline just continues to be sh- sugar. Yeah, total like, shit. It's, it's just, can we shit? Yeah, okay, we can shit. We can shit shit. Sorry for the kids listening, but yeah, Sorry, we, 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 might, we might shit from... We always shit in yours. We don't F in yours. That's true. We don't f***. But, um, <laughs> bleep that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like, that's the same problems I had on the Dave Rennie. Mm. like just yeah, kind of th- dumb like some of it was like it was a one really soft offside one some of the times just not rolling away just like i remember in the game after when i see sam kane who was just flying into tackles yeah. he would make a hit and you'd see him just like energize a bunny like roll out yeah. of the way just move 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 they didn't have that and that's hustle. what that's what eddie jones is supposed to love about guys he loves guys who've got that hustle mm. once they've made an action be it a tackle or a carry or whatever you get up and get back into the game because you're no good on the ground yeah 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 but, yeah. Nah, it just seemed but yeah they were a little bit lacked that intensity didn't they which is a little alarming to see yeah i thought will skelton looked okay for the most part he moved his big body around mm. the place Marika yeah. chases everything. Yeah, and he yeah. busts some tackles like he Hooper, does. Hooper, Hooper always tries hard. Slip the up. other Hooper didn't even last forty minutes. Mm. I don't know if that was injury or just. Technical. I didn't think. I didn't think. Speaking of Hoopers, Coopers, and Poopers, um, I didn't think quite. Quite. He Coop, was quiet. He was quiet. He, he kicked a couple of poor ones th- out. Like one of them th- dropped th- it out on the full. I think if you're going to get a 37 year old to get get out there who used to be like a mercurial kind of genius player, you have got to expect a little bit more mm. creativity or yeah. something. It just all seems especially very when you. See Carter Gordon come on for the little time he got. Yeah, and he, he made yeah, a try. He looked, he looked great, yeah. and that was entirely made by him. He, he was the one who put the kick ahead, didn't he? And kicks through for Corin Betty, and, and he runs can, the support line. So. If you consider where the Australians were this time, la- well, not this time last year, but at the end of last year under Rennie, where they pushed the French incredibly mm-hmm. close at some They had a few close losses, and they Ireland, had a, I think. Quite, yeah, close loss to Ireland. Yeah. And I think they either beat Scotland or Scotland or England or something. Yeah. And then um, I think they looked like a worse team. Yeah. You know, obviously it's the first game. First game. So how much do you be a, into There's it, meant to yeah. be a bit of rust. But um, yeah, and South Africa, the, the big scary thing for me is obviously been dominant and set pace for mm. a long, long time. And that's, you know, that's their bread and butter. Mm. But this ability to play heads up footy mm. and see when it's on. Which and, is what their fans have been calling for for so long. Like yeah. they get... They get really frustrated with guys who are like very capable kickers of the ball, like Faf de Klerk, yeah. like loves a wee box kick. Yeah. You know, Vili LaRue likes to put the kicks through. Pollard has got a big old boot. Yeah. Like the, fan, right. the fans will see it like, look, overlap. And then, yeah. no, why are you doing that? But yeah, we didn't see that from them in this game yeah. so much. So the players... And Esther Hazen, jeez, the big number 12. Yeah, he's... A, filling yeah. in for Dale Indy. He looked like he put, was putting his hand up in a big way. I think a lot of those players, these yeah. so-called B team, the, the Lucys. I mean, Van Staden comes in for Khaleesi. Who he are they? Um, um, there was one of the locks I didn't recognize. Oh, Klein. Is that the Irishman? He got a start. Wow. Well, that, is Jurgen was that to cap him? So he, there's literally no chance. I think because they all, also because they they didn't want to start Snayman because he's been injured for as long as he has. Yeah. He's only just kind of back fit. I don't think they wanted That's to the risk starting man. him. Yeah, the guy that looks like a bit of a yeah, the Viking. And yeah. then um, they sent Etzebeth Mostert to New Zealand early. So mm. I think the locking stocks were maybe a little bit depleted. So there, and that's the one area you looked at it and you're like, you got Klein on South African debut and Ori who's not played that many games for the box, albeit he's yeah. played some good URC rugby. And you've got Will Skelton, who's a, just a behemoth. Yeah. And then Nick Frost, who's also a pretty big guy. But they felt no pressure at line-out time. 
Like you think maybe this could have been the time, and they and the Wallabies still considered a number of scrum penalties as well, didn't they? So yeah, a little bit worrying. <clears throat> really, bit worrying. yeah. It's one game, so I'm I'm kind of torn as to because like it was a, especially the second half was just poor. Yeah. But I mean, there's only a handful of games to go before the World Cup. But I don't there think some, we want the, them off just. No, yet. I don't think we quite put a line through them, and I think Eddie will still have a bit of Eddieing to do, a mm-hmm. bit of Jonesing. Um, no, Mark, no, no, we to one out. Mark, no, no, we need to watch it. No, Mark, no, we to no one. Yeah, he Mark, wasn't there. No, we to no No, no, he wasn't there. Just not. They played Vuni Valu. Yeah, and maybe it, expecting and some high balls, like you said, but he because there was a little bit of talk about like he's up against yeah. Aronsa and he's a much bigger unit than Aronsa. So and there was very little of of is he going to flatten Aronsa? Like the answer is no. Aronsa no. had a blinder. I really liked that little um, uh, off the line out off the line out mall down the oh the little sign. fun start and peels yeah, off because it's a bongi yeah, and then to Aronsa. Oh, was, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was very tasty. And to be yeah. fair, the two Wallabies tries were, were pretty tasty. That's right. The Corumbetti try. Corumbetti one was a kind of heads-up play. That was line-out steal, which Alalatoa just kind of pounced on. Yeah. If that game is played in... Let's say that game is played in um, Suncorp. What's the score? I think that Loftus crowd was at least worth 10 points. Yeah. And then Suncorp's got to be worth 5 or 10 for the Wallabies. But I still think South Africa win it. So the Wallabies still win that 30 points to 15 or something like that. Box, yeah. Yeah, sorry. The, the spring box. I think so. I think a lot of teams would have struggled to live with them the way they were playing. Yeah, they, they played bloody well. Mm. And that's impressive to consider. Like, first game of the season, you know, yeah. not many signs of rust. Not a lot of drop ball from them. It's one of the interesting things that's like, when you look at the four sites, like the Pumas have brought in some of their sevens big guns who apparently red hot players who aren't quite ready to play 15s just yet but that's Chex's goal the All Blacks have brought in a few debutants and like the Narawa they've got Stevenson there as injury cover mm-hmm. but they've brought in some new guys the Wallabies with new coach brought in some new guys the Box are the only ones apart from Klein who's played Test Rugby for Ireland they're like nah we've already got this we've got our team we've, we've already we've, this is what we've been doing the last year we yeah, already right. did the prep now it's too late for the prep now it's like the warm up yeah, and I think so. That, maybe maybe they are just a step ahead of the others at the moment. I don't know, but the All Blacks still look pretty sharp. Yeah, they did. But yeah, the thing I couldn't get over was that the the air they were giving it. And do you reckon that's a definitive definitive sort of direction they're going in now? That they're going okay. Well, because they haven't had a wildly flash record recently. Once they've every time they've played one of the teams, they're going to face at a knockout game on this side of the pool, whether it be. Us, the, the box, no, so us, the Irish, or the French, mm. they've lost all those games. So, are they considering, well, maybe we do need to change our stripes a little bit here? We need to bring something else to the table. Maybe it's just been a plan from, yeah. from year on year just to kind of build it layer by layer. Adding some more wrinkles, yeah? Yeah, don't just play one dimension rugby like, don't want to get figured out before the World Cup. Teams yeah. think they've got you figured out, you bring a new aspect to your game. And it's definitely worth mentioning as well that this weekend was, there was another massive sporting occasion between an Australian and a South African, um, which hopefully builds a little bit more interest in the UFC in South Africa, so I can maybe weasel into doing some of that content mm. that way. Drikas Duplis- like you like your UFC. I love my UFC. Dr- I haven't watched a fight yet, but I, I know who won. Um, yeah, spoiler alert for the UFC 290. Drikas Duplessis beat um, uh, Bobby uh, Robert Whitaker, Bobby Knuckles, the Reaper. Um, an 
absolute uh, fantastic, fantastic fighter. Mm. He's the former middleweight champ. And basically they were fighting to see who was going to have the right to uh, challenge for the title against Israel Adesanya. So Drikas um, won the fight in the second round. Uh, by all respects, pretty dominantly. Um, Knockout or no, uh, submission? Well, it, well, yeah, it was a finish. So it was either not, <clears throat> I don't think it, it might have been a TKO. Yeah, which is, and no, it doesn't often happen to Bobby Knuckles. Bobby Knuckles has lost to um, Israel Adesanya twice, but mm. just beats everybody else. Mm. He slows the division up because nobody can beat him. Right, so nobody so, else can get a yeah, shot at no, Yeah, so he finally has been beaten. He's a former champion himself. So okay. getting Drikas on board, and there's a massive rivalry building between those two, two fighters because Israel Adesanya is um, proudly born in Kenya. And, Nigeria. You know, oh, sorry, yeah, that's right. Thank you, Kenya. Um, and he often talks about being an African. He's, he's lived in New Zealand since he was like, 12 or something mm. like that so he's also you know pretty much a kiwi too but he um you know he's proudly african whereas drika said that his one of his goals was to be the first african middleweight <laughs> champion and, and, israel didn't like and that. that didn't and that pissed off israel adesanya and also kamaru usman who was born in uh nigeria too and also at the time francis and ganu the that beast of a man so and that so this white South African saying he wants because he's saying I'm the only one of these guys who's right because he's actually based in South Africa yeah, right? he's the only yeah. one who's trained in South Africa so right. there's a, there's a lot of bad blood there already Israel came into the cage afterwards and they got it up in each other's nice. face build the, the theater. UFC does that kind of storyline really well yeah yeah and there'll be there'll be a bunch of theater around <laughs> it so yeah great weekend for uh, victories of of South Africans versus Australians even though the Australian Bobby Knuckles was born in New Zealand oh nice he's a Maori. Okay. But he grew up in Australia. In Australia, he's his Aussie, got Aussie twang and everything. There's a lot of you could make one of your um, where these UFC fighters were born videos, basically. Foreign-born UFC fighters. Yeah, that'll get a lot of views. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if people would care. I don't know. Like, our countries don't import UFC fighters to strengthen their teams. So yeah, well, you don't fight for a nation. Mm, you fight really. for yourself, basically. Fight, but they 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 rep their they rep their country. But yeah. like New Zealand's not enticing Nigerian fighters to come and rep that Kiwi flag. Yeah, they try to get the Adesanya family over when mm. they were twelve. Yeah, well, when he was twelve. One more thing about the South African Aussie game, which is kind of been a wee bit of a headline. I'm not sure if you saw the post match press conference. Oh, but yes, I actually like that because. I don't think that Eddie ever used the words B team. Like he has had a little bit of the stuff being put in his mouth, mm. but he. he I, I didn't it, watch he, a lot of the pre-match. He said it in a roundabout way that he said he he wants to play their best team. So tell the people what actually happened in this 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 prime press conference. So one of the press conference. South African journos in the post-match kind of brings it up to Eddie and says, very so, smarmy way, very like, entasy yeah, sort of way. What do you think about that kind of B team now? Yeah, and, he was like, I bet you're glad that um, you had to play the, that so-called B team. And he was just like... First, he was like, I know South Africans are good winners because he was going to take it politely. And then he was just like... Don't be a smart ass. Don't be a smart ass. And, and apparently then, he bailed him up on the way out. Yeah. I, I saw the footage on the way out and he was like, you got to have some respect, mate. No one likes a smart ass. Don't be a smart ass. And then there's deathly quiet across the thing. He's like, that was just some smart ass shit. And it was. It really was. He was poking the bear. I love a bit of that stuff. A little bit of, you know, now the guy's going to have a write up on him saying that, you know, he's obviously mentally frail or whatever's going to go. And then he'll bounce back and a bit of verbal Is that bars. a good storyline for rugby then? Absolutely, it's human interest. Like, yeah. give me a bit of, give me a bit of testes and balls, and and people being dicks and people getting irritated by stuff. 
you know, it can't all just be like, they were just a better team on the day. Boy, I have to go back to the drawing board. Get irritated, get angry. Get... And that's what, that's what I, to be honest, that's what the Aussie bring, coaches bring us. Mm. Chica and um, and Jones, they give you they get they show the humanity a little mm. bit, you know. That's why some people don't like them, but that's why I kind of find I mean, Eddie's press conference and Michael Chica's more interesting to watch. It was a bad weekend for Australian coaches and the Australian team, and also Australian fighters. Oh, other than sorry, Alexander Volkanovsky, very oh. proud Australian. Uh, uh, he bit yeah yeah right Rodriguez in the main oh. event. Yeah, so where's he from? He's from Wollongong. No, the other guy, the, the Rodriguez. Uh, I think he is, um, he's a Mexican. So they didn't have a rugby team playing at the weekend? Uh, no. Well, they might have. Not that I know of. Yeah, you know what's going on. and, and we're, Mexican we're, rugby is a bit lower on the priorities. Maybe there were a couple of Mexicans in the MLR. Probably. Maybe one or two. There'll maybe. be a connection. Yeah. Sure we could draw it somewhere. The other rugby championship game was a very similar scoreline. It was 41-12 instead of 43-12. So very, very similar. The, the Argentinians won the second half. They did win the second half. 12 points to 10. Yeah. So the second half was actually a contest, which was a little bit of a difference from the Aussie Bok game, which was kind of bookended by Aussie tries, but the rest of it was pretty much yeah, the Yeah, one-way traffic, whereas the All Blacks just went into... They ran right in the first into, half. They went into God mode for about 38 minutes. And then just kind of went back to... And then it felt like I think they... Uh, they, the, I don't know. I don't think the All Blacks played particularly badly in that second half. I think the Argentinians just were like, "Oh yeah, this is Test match rugby. We're going to yeah. get our heads back into it." And they just they started were pretty bad in the first half. They were terrible in the first half. They just looked all at sea. Yeah, they just they they looked like a team that hadn't had a, a single training session. Yeah, they just been um, chucked out on the pitch. They just all right, guys, go and just play some footy, see what happens. Mm. Um, the first thing that kind of caught my eye was. I don't think I've ever seen an all-black team in all my years be... Like, the all-black teams have had great forwards, they've had great locks, mm. they've had great props, um, but they're not known as a wildly dominant set-piece team. They're not known as a wildly dominant scrum team. They they, they, they do what they need to do on their yeah. own table. The scrum is merely there to set, yeah. us, set our backs up. Yeah. But they were just getting penalties at will. Yeah. Um, and... You know, the two Argentinian props were struggling. Just couldn't handle yeah. handle the jandle, and that's that's the. I think I don't. Know, can you imagine? Can you remember a more dominant scrum performance from the All Blacks? Not against a, a team. I mean, I know Argentina scrum in recent years has not been that flash. It used to be their thing. It used to be their thing, like way back in like Ledesma's days. But mm. in recent years, it's been for tier one teams. It's been pretty ordinary. It's been a weakness rather than a strength. But yeah. I did feel like it, it had been getting better. Yeah. But geez, they were showing up in this game. Yeah. They're missing their big guy, Cordella. And he's like 37. He's a big tight head prop. Whenever he props their scrum, they look, they, they get parody. Yeah. And that's all. If you, if you, that's what you, minimum. You've you got to have that. Yeah, you need to have that. You can't just be coughing up penalties every time. But man, the All Blacks guys were just getting penalties for fun. <laughs> so like we had Newell and who was our other No, was it, it was um, Lomax, Lomax and DeGroote. Oh, and yeah. then um, Lalala and um, Nepo Fussy came on, yeah. And they weren't quite as dominant, but they still, I think, won at least yeah. one or two, but yeah. Yeah. Quite quite exceptional. And it was really weird because, you know, the All Blacks are known as this um, electrifying attacking mm. team, and the Springboks are known as this incredible set piece dominant force. Kind of a little bit flipped on and, and, and the All Blacks no, that, I think they, both teams still. Did what they did showed a bit more of the thing that they're not known yeah, for. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that was that was interesting to see. Which sets up a oh, very tasty one Let's, for next we'll, week. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah, soon. Yeah, but yeah. boy, I'm I'm I've got a full on calendar. Calendar for that one. 
Got and the other thing that's rugby championship season, you might have to pick a new player for your old Kalen Doris's. You know what? I've got a Sam Kane. Oh, I've nice. got a Sam Kane. Because Sam Kane, oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> Boy, I can tell you what, I've ne- I feel like I've done a bit of a 180 on him. Mm. Uh, like, he, oh, did you see, oh, we'll talk about, sorry, I'm going a little bit ADHD here, but uh, just the hits, the ferocity, the 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 follow me boys. He was just, yeah, he was just hitting anything. He's, he's anything just, that came into us is like. He's just, just gone to a different level. Yeah. And, you know, it's so good to see. So good to see in, yeah. a, in, a, in a World Cup year. And considering all the pressure he was under, he must sure. have. He, he knows. He must have just freaking been training on Christmas Day. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like if he was just like, I never want to have the 2022 all this year. So yeah. The only thing I can do is just be... Tackle the house down. And he is, he's, he's a bit richy-ish and a little bit more physical. And yeah, really, no, he was brutal. Yeah, and just playing so, so well. Oh. Oh, cat to my captain. Like, I'm really, really, really pleased with What do you think of D-Mac at 10? Uh, I th- Apart mix, from the goal kicking. Yeah, the, the, yeah, had a very forgettable first 10 minutes where he missed, like, because they scored three tries the first 10 minutes. Yeah, which he, he misses the conversion. Yeah, I think he got get, the third one, maybe. Yeah, and then he, he almost dropped, like, he got charged down he within the first, like, down, minute. Yeah. But I thought he grew into the game yeah. and, he, and, he, and he set things up a little bit. But, you know... Finishes the game with three try assists, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, and yeah, and that's when I see he grew into the game basically yeah. for, um, as it went on. But he, um, yeah, he, I think he just don't know if the nerves got him or if the black jersey got him or mm. or what. But he wasn't quite looking like because everyone else was playing so incredibly well. Rico Yuani was playing yeah. very very well. Outside backs were doing everything right. Thought Bodie this is the best I've seen Bodie look all season, which yep. is great. Maybe he's a good fullback. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Um, he is obviously he's a class player, class, yeah. class, class. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty close to like what I think Fozzy thinks is his best team. Best team, apart from not having White Log out there. But I don't right. think Josh Lord. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Josh well, Scotty Barrett was immense. Yeah, I think he was unlucky not to get man of the match. Yeah, yeah. They gave it to um, to Jordy. Jordy, and he played really. He played really well as well. He set up. A I try, really do a like him. At, I do like him at twelve. He's a big physical phys- presence. He's got a big old boot on him. Yeah, he's an imposing man. Um, yeah, I did really like the look. He like had one of like the wraparound plays for yeah. Caleb Clark. Played was looking nice. You know, I thought he was a bit anonymous. Uh, I thought I thought he like. Um, what he do? When he got go forward when he needed to, like, like I'm I'm not a fan of his at the moment, but I was I was watching him, being like, you should be Stevenson. Um, but then every time he's going to catch a ball, he'd bump off one guy, and you know, and he didn't make any massive errors on defense. So, but I don't think he got the same sort of opportunities. And I don't mm. think I know Narua got that it's one some try. Big I got that one try, but I don't think I don't think it was a massive game for the wingers. I think there was we sort of cut them through the middle a lot of the mm. times. So we. I think Nottawa yeah. certainly had more carries than um, than Clark managed yeah. to get, but yeah, you're right. Rico, I think only finished with like three passes throughout the game. That guy, he, <laughs> <laughs> he likes a carry. I think Jordy had like twelve or something, and Rico has three. So Rico just he doesn't always give it. What can I say? Yeah, there were a couple of times where he, yeah, where I was like, just give it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he is the uh, the quintessential ball hog. <laughs> Oh, stopping such a hog, bro. Yeah, I know. But then he scores a pretty nice try. You're like, okay, fine. You are pretty good. He scored that lovely try and he he set up that first incision, didn't yeah. he? Which was just... 
Because he's still got all that gas, gas, I know. gas. Even Dan Cole's like keeping up with things yeah, like Cinti, thought, even thought, though that was like a dead play anyway. It didn't I matter, thought, but geez. Yeah, I thought Colsey looked pretty bloody good out there. A few guys where who like the New Zealand rugby public's been hard on, like Kane, like Coles, like Bo- uh, Bodie, all had pretty good games. Yeah, 100%. Because you know, I've, I've always said this about Fozzie, he's just a quality coach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I th- How's think... How's your tattoo um, possibilities feeling now? I think I'm pretty good. Uh, like, but Not because I really want the All Blacks to win. But that's not the key key criteria. Do not put a card up. <laughs> that's one of the criteria. Okay. The other part of that criteria of that thing is the seventy five thousand views of right. a video that's on about twenty two thousand. So views. still a wee way to go. And, though, and by the way, all we need to get this to go viral for YouTube videos. Just for peeking behind the curtain, part in the kimono, so to speak. They have their <laughs> the most important 20, 24 hours is the first twenty four hours. Generally, that's where you get. That's where you most get the lion's share of views. That's where you get a lot. And then if you then it can sometimes weird things can happen when you're starting. Yeah. You can, you, things can pop off a little bit later, or depending upon yeah. the item, the, the the not the item, the the topic again can go off for whatever reason yeah but yeah i'm pretty comfortable it does happen every now and again i did a video once when rico yuani signed a, a new contract with the blues like three years ago yes and then he re-signed this year and people started commenting on my oh can you do was, me a favor that was his last one where he re-signed can you do me a favor yeah one of my favorite videos i've ever made okay i'm a, f- a fan of my own channel right uh is a video i made about south africa oh, and yes. the all blacks uh uh, history and I want to promote it this week. Okay. Can you put a card there? It's about the 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 rich history, modern history of South Africa versus the All Blacks and why the relationship is so special. It'll either be a card to Tony's video or, <laughs> or a to card two cents on tour, <laughs> where I'm in China and I went to the beer museum, which was a bit of a scam. Can I just say one thing about one South Africa while it's on my mind? Okay, Stephen Dutoy, Pieter Stephen Dutoy, yeah, yeah, former World Player of the Year. I met a South African woman this week called uh i won't say her first name but her last name is steph oh no steph dutoy <laughs> her name is dutoy and i was like oh dutoy you know you know uh, a bit of steph dutoy and she's like no no it's not it's not dutch it's actually french it's spelled it's meant to be pronounced dutoy right but the south africans a lot of them pronounce it dutoy but it's dutoy so i uh, so you just want to start calling him dutoy yeah, you do twat. Oh uh, no, no, he's a he's not a twat at all. He's just he had a, a good game. He's just a solid, nice fella. Yeah, don't give me so much hate, South Africa. Um, I met at my daughter's old daycare. Some twat. One of the teachers, her surname was Inkosi. Oh, like one of the Springboks players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I only found out like I'd known her for like six months or something. Uh-huh. I was like, your name's Inkosi. And she's like, yeah. I was like, there's a Springbok named Nkosi. He's the man. And she's just like, without missing a beat, she's like, I'm the woman. <laughs> I was like, damn. Well, and it runs in the genetics there of that family. Yeah, she was oh, wow. cool, cool as you like it. It was great. Wow, good shit. Yeah. Good shit. There's a lot of South Africans over here. And they're lovely. Are. Lovely folks, South Africans. If you go to, uh, if you're a South African, you're considering moving to New Zealand. You, the North Shore the, or uh, East you, Auckland. Uh, yeah, East Auckland. Howick, a lot of South Africans, and Browns, Brown, Browns Bay. How do you? They call it uh, with the South Af- Browns Bay on the North Shore is uh, very South African. Uh, yeah, there's, South African. there's a few little. There are South African shops over here, like where you can get South African, you get biltong and other South African related snacks and beers. And Browns stuff. Bay. I can't. I, for some reason, I can't do a South African accent saying Browns it's a Bay. Trick you want to do? Awful starters, Bill. It's in Browns Bay. No, I, I'm absolutely butchering that. 
Speaking of meat, so uh, back to the All Blacks <coughs> in, in, yeah. in Argentina. Sorry, we're not. The second tangent. half, Argentinians look a bit better. Yeah, not all doom and gloom for them either. Uh, At least they had the turnaround within the game. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and then it's that thing: was it the All Blacks take their foot off, off the, the gas? Off the gas. Right. Um, it felt like once the um, once the, all the uh, the exchange of replacements, that kind of... It kind of, of made the game a bit disjointed, yeah, right? Yeah, it can do one of two things in a game where you really need some impact. Um, they can bring a bit of energy. Or if it's a game that's high impact and you're going really well, they, they can, can, they can, actually, they can, right? they can mm. deflate the air out of the tyres too. Yeah. So I think it was a little bit of that. Not to say that any of the replacements came on mm. and played particularly poorly. It just has an impact mm. when you change 10 bloody players across the whole game. Mm. Um so it was, um, yeah, it was, and it wasn't actually bad watching rugby to watch. It was relatively entertaining all the way through. I really mm. enjoyed the first half, obviously, just watching us click, yeah. like showing no signs of rust. You know, sorry, I had a bit of gas there. Good times. The gas was good times or the rugby? The both. I, I rang you today, though, didn't I? <clears throat> you did. Yeah. I yeah. didn't spoil the result for you straight no, off the bat. No, no, no. I wanted no. to check in with you first. Yes, I, I rang you. At, why did I? Because I rang you because we were recording this on a Sunday. We usually record this on a Monday, but I've got to go away later in the week, so it was going to be tricky to do. But I, I rang you and I said, "I've it's five minutes to go. It's forty-one points to five, and that wasn't the end score in the, if, with the Australians. And I hadn't watched the All Blacks. You didn't it didn't spoil it for me. I didn't spoil it. Thank you for not spoiling it for me. I did have a game spoiled for me this week. Oh. So, uh, are we? What do you, you want to say? Anything more about the All Blacks? What else? You what about? <laughs> I talked about well, you, you sang Sam Kane's praises. Yes. And about how he was hitting anything that came within like a meter of him. Yeah. What about that little kid at the end of the game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the little pitch invader. Was it? He's a kid. He's like a, maybe a twelve-year-old. I don't know. He's like running around on the pitch. And Sam Kane sees him coming and just sticks a leg out to trip the little prick over. Yeah. And, and the crowd yeah. didn't like it. And the security guard didn't take advantage of the fact that he was on yeah. the ground to pounce him. They're just kind of like, oh, what's going on here? And then he just got up and kept running. And he's had to apologize. And it's all a big drama. Is it really a big drama? Or is it something he's I don't know. It feels like a bit of a storm in a teacup. But. Yeah, it's funny. But was he going to get done for assault or something stupid? Or like that, Shouldn't be on the pitch, really, if I'm being gonna, a bit of a killjoy. But it is a kid. He's going to play next week? Don't know. It's a weird one because if we can get on to next week's games or anything you want to say about the kid, would you smash him, tackle him, leave him be? I would... Uh, what would I do to the child? Uh, so much of my humor is based on inappropriate things right. to say. So Maybe not with children. In my mind goes... And I'm like, no, I can't say that. Can't, no, no, that's bad. Mm. So, uh, no, I would... Just uh, leave him be. I might, I might tap him on his head. Right. Or I might say, you, cut that out, would you? Use my best dad tone. Have you got a dad tone for your kids? Yeah, for sure. Can I hear it? No. Okay. Don't do it on command. <laughs> I need to get the emotions. Yeah, I, I use dad tone this evening. Oh, yeah? My daughter doesn't really react to it. Okay. Oh, she does a little bit. Mm. Yeah, dad tone. Dad tone. So the Springboks have sent 12, I think 12 players here. So, so they Mal mean Malcolm, Mark Malcolm Marks is among them. Evan Itzabeth, Cheslin Colby. They've been Fafta having a great Kirk, time in the rain. Some good players. Um, are they going to be more well-rested for compared to the All Blacks? Probably. Um, where was Takiyahu this week, by the way? I don't know if he traveled or not. I feel mm. like, you know, because a lot of those Chiefs and Crusaders guys didn't play. Some of them so, did. So we might have a few of them to come back that might restore mm. our um, our stocks. 
Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, that's definitely going to play some sort of factor. Mm. Um, but also the fact that there is a lot of South Africans that still going to need to travel as well. Mm-hmm. And it's at Mount Smart. Which is a weird one. Yeah, Go Stadium, Go Media Mount Smart is what it's called these days, it's which is the home of the Warriors who got another great one in the weekend. Um, but I am bloody excited about it. And I think there's a lot to take from it. I know they're kind of they're the closest thing that we have to pre-World Cup friendlies now, basically, this tournament. But a test match with the All Blacks in South Africa. Especially after both those just, results. They, yeah. That's they, so tasty. And they'll both want to be able to, you know, yeah. there's a good chance they're going to meet each other at World yeah. Cup. They'll want to get, like, psychological edge mm-hmm. on the other team. And, you know, being at home at the all for the All Blacks, the All Blacks will be, you know, thinking that this is a game that they need to win for, for, sure. for not Because uh, the last time they toured here, they drew with us. Mm. And the previous time, they beat us. It's both, a shame both it's not games in Park, Wellington. Though. Yeah, it is a shame. Yeah, but great stadium. Because the football, the Women's World Cup's on. Yeah, that's right. So the Eden Park's booked out. Yeah, so they... Why didn't they just play out in like, I don't know, Hamilton or something? Like how many does Mount Smart seat compared to Hamilton? I think it's more that's... I think you can fit, fit maybe 25, 26. So similar. 26,000. Okay. You know? Yeah, and it, like the, the Auckland needs a test match. Okay. You okay with that? Oh. I didn't like it this week. Um, I would have really have liked some Saturday night view. I watched the Warriors on Saturday night, but mm. it kind of didn't get the hype it, it needed in New Zealand because everyone was like, okay, so one of the games is on at three in the morning and the other one is on at seven. Oh, wicked. On a Sunday morning, the one week I have, one day I have to sleep in. So there were a lot of people who were like, not so psyched about it, and not mm. a lot of coverage and all that sort of stuff, but... There's, you know, whether when we're playing Australia or South Africa week one at Eden Park at mm. 7.30 and then you know that the other game's happening immediately afterwards, mm. you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a tasty little Saturday night. It's not bad. You know, you know? which we're going to have that this week though, aren't we? Yes, because the Aussies are playing in Australia. How's it? That'll go. I think both of those teams will be looking to bounce back. Um <laughs> By the way, what a stupid thing to say. No, I think both of those teams are going to be looking to put in another shit house performance. You know, yeah, that's a lot of rugby punditry is just saying the most Generic obvious stuff. things you possibly can. But it's true, they'll both be wounded by that performance. They'll be deeply butthurt by it. I'll be and- keen to see if they ring the changes or if they kind of stick consistent. Because mm. there's just so few tests between now and the World Cup. Like, if you're going to give Carter Gordon a start for the Wallabies, this is it. You have to do it. If you're going to give these sevens guys a crack for Michael Checker's guys, yeah. Do it. When do you? When When's Langy Gleeson back? From I'm not sure. Uh, he so he could be screwed. No, uh, Mark Nawidawasi. He could hopefully get a start and maybe. In place I don't of, think Vinny Valu will get another go. Yeah, he didn't play particularly well. And he he got, wasn't even that good in Super Rugby, which is the weird uh, thing. And he got the bin. Is yeah. it just, do you think they just, do you on. think he just looks like a, he's a great av- athlete, obviously, when you look at him and he probably got, probably got a great time on the sprints and probably got a great time, mm. you know, a great vertical and all that sort of stuff. And they think, okay, it's going to be an aerial battle. They're going to want to go at us in the But air. then they didn't aerial battle him. Yeah, no, they didn't. They totally double bluffed them, you know? Yeah. Do you think that they just, if, I don't know, was this, is this the time to show, do you think, there was a game like that, you know, where they're clearly on top and they're on top for a good period of the game. Do you think when the box are in a situation when it's a knockout game, it's tight, that they're going to revert back to type, put the pass away and just go to the skies? I feel like they're a team who can 
play whatever's in front of them. If they find they're playing, do you really team, think so? Like, yeah. Well, and they haven't been in the past. They've been like set to a very stri- strict structure. Sometimes that's just the way the game plays out. Like Ninaba it- has talked about it. Like when the t- uh, the journos would always give him grief about like why are you kicking it so bloody much, and he'd just be like, sometimes the way the opposition defense sets up, the kick options there, so we take it. So yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like they can, they can like it's like rock paper scissors, right? If someone else is bringing something that. Can and you need to have that. Like, I remember Joe Schmidt back in 2018, they yeah. had this like system which was all conquering, and then everyone was like, I think we can beat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the New Zealanders basically set up to to beat that rush defense of the Irish, mm. watch their set plays and stuff, and we flogged them in the quarters. I need to get that's right, flogged the week after, yeah, which is a disappointing performance. Um, so tell me who is gonna win All Blacks South Africa, Mount Smart, 7 30. Whatever next Saturday is in date in date form. Oh, there's a I know it's tough tension. I know. I I I think I. I feel like my gut tells me the All Blacks at home should win. Mm. But we're biased. If the South Africans were to win, would I be surprised? Like no, I'd be very disappointed. I'd be disappointed, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, put it that way. No, I like think, I think I'm less confident going into this one than I would be most matches with the All Blacks. I'm like generally when we're at home, yeah. we're probably going to win. Yeah, we are probably going to win because we don't like, lose many home it's, matches. And it's not, and it's not but match. it's not Eden Park, is it? No, it does have that kind of air of the unknown. If it was it. Eden Park, you'd be like, we'll somehow, probably, yeah, we should win. It. We'll find a way somehow. Yeah, exactly. Somehow that hallowed ground will yeah, once we'll, again protect us. Exactly. Haven't lost there since 1994, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but what yeah. were you doing in 1994? Primary school. Uh, I was obsessed with my own penis at that age. It's but... the same as what you're doing now. <laughs> Good to see something's never uh, changed. 1994 was last year of primary, uh, school. primary school. I was in uh, Mrs. Fitzgibbon's class. She was a former nun, but she um, had fell in love with oh. um, a man and dropped down the artery, but was still like taught like a strict Catholic nun. Okay. So, yeah, she didn't like me too much. A bit. Um, she didn't like me, but she did like me at the same time. Well, you, you know? both apparently were quite interested in penises. <laughs> <laughs> if she dropped out of the nunnery, no, and no, no. you were obsessed I was, with your own. So. I was one of those cheeky shit kids, but yeah. I would just also be smiling and, 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 and cheerful okay. in nature. Okay. Similar to I am, how I am now, basically. So she was like, you're a shite, Tony, but you're a real likable one. You're a likable shite. Well, there was some rugby on on Saturday. And yes. it was the All Blacks 15 against the Japan 15. Can I tell so you? So not a test match. I know it clashed with the Warriors and you weren't watching it. Hey, well, no. As soon as that game was on and I could see on my Sky Sport little app, I was like, oh, it's on the same time with the Warriors. I knew you were watching the Warriors. <laughs> 100% I'm watching the Warriors. I mean, that's the Warriors, Warriors game is a legit has meaning on the line game. And this oh, is yeah. a, a tier, like a, a B team against the B team. Right now, the Warriors and the way they're running, I get as excited about a Warriors game as I do about an All Black team. Match. Right. Like, and more so than yesterday morning's game against Argentina because mm-hmm. I was very confident we we're going to win that. It's right. Parable, parable, um, comparable, comparable. Uh, to uh, yeah any decent sized test match. Uh, but yeah, so I watched that. We won. Yes. Forty eight 
fucking six or something. Bit of a hiding. Take that, Parramatta. Um, Parramatta, they had a lot of players out due to origin, had a few key injuries as well. But still, you want to put those teams away when they're on offer. But anyway, I, I could talk about I could talk about the wires if you want me to, but I won't. UFC and the wires. I was and I and I had it all lined up. I was like, I told Lydia, okay, I'm going to watch this game. Yeah. Immediately <laughs> after, I'm going to watch the 15s. And then I'm going to watch, um, spend half the night watching the Ashes. Love the f***ing Ashes. Uh, Apart from that controversial dismissal, which was all over social media, I haven't seen a second of the Ashes. Yeah, I love the Ashes. Love the cricket. Love the cricket. It was just Australians being Australians and um, and English being what they are. Whingers. Uh, So, but I'm I'm supporting the English in that. Um, But... I had a point where I was going. Yes, yeah, so I was watching the watching the Waz, and then I'm on a group chat. Oh yeah. And then somebody just sent a, one of my mates sent a message saying, "Is anyone watching this freaking pathetic excuse for a rugby game?" Uh, uh, the the All Black Fifteens, and I was like, and then somebody else responded real quick, and he was like, "There's just a lot of." A wall black wannabes showing why they're not all blacks and then i was thinking to myself shit are we losing are we losing or are we doing bad are we and then yeah and i don't quite know. i thought we were playing japan but we're playing the japan 15 who seem to have all the same players as mostly Je- they had a few uncapped guys but largely they're guys who've played for japan like leech before. and stuff either this year like last year or the year before a couple of the guys you hadn't seen jamie joseph and tony brown are in the coat that looked like the japan team to me for the um, most part but anyway, so I didn't. Uh, so, so then I was like, ah. Oh. And then it just turned into. I went from me being like, because I remember when joined the 15s last year, I was like, went from me being kind of interested and looking slightly forward to it, not super psyched, but like, that'll be a good watch. I'll, I'll watch that. Um, and then it went from that to being like, ah. Oh, it's a bit of a chore. It's going to be a freaking chore. And then I turned it on. And then my app, you got very fluffy socks on this evening. Oh, it's cold. Like, you want to show, the, show them your fluffy socks? No. Can, can I, I think they're uh, possum. I, I feel like I'm my mum. Take one get... off your foot if you don't no, show them. No. I, just, for God's sake, leave me alone. This is assault. I just want to just show them though. Just They're fluffy hold red them socks. Up to, hold them up to the crowd. People don't care about the socks. The uh, podcast listeners can't even. Comment below if you want to see Mark's socks. They want to see them. They're just red fluffy socks. Anyway, so I went on to. They are very fluffy. I think they're possum. They're like a sort of an orangey sort of jafferish. I definitely didn't buy them, but they are very warm. Well, that's good. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, I was got the text. It was going to be a dog shit game. I was like, oh, this is going to be a real dirge to watch. And then I turned on the app and then I was trying to like fast forward the anthems and then it just went straight, straight, to, the to, straight to the end or near the end. It was like 31.5 and I thought, oh, well. Six. Finished 38.6. They didn't score a try, did they? 31, I thought it was 31-6 at the time. And I was like, that's not that's not that bad. I was like, that's kind of what I expected. Then I was like, oh, is this just going to be a freaking painful watch? And then I went through it and I watched it like on like 10 speed, yeah, yeah. just fast forwarding between the tries basically because I thought it would just there be There were such... a lot of errors. Yeah, well, I didn't even watch any of it. Mm. Uh, so, because my mate screwed the pooch on me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Um, but I... Yeah, I didn't watch. There more. were a lot of errors. I mean, was the, it real scrappy? The first half was really scrappy. Great looking crowd. There was, yeah, great looking crowd. There was huge wind though. Like there was a real wind behind the Japanese guys yeah. in the first half. Like one of the guys kicked it and it just freaking flew. It was just like God, it just bounce, bounce, bounce. Like it went way longer. Like, you know, your eye kind of thinks you see it flying. You're like, all right, it's going to end up about here. Yeah. Nah, it just kept going. Wow. It was a huge wind. So yeah, the All Blacks when they had the 
win behind them in the so second sc- half. Scratchy, uh, sc- scratchy performance, a lot of wind, and just showed as opposed to the box and the All Black. Yeah, there's not really any guys in that team apart from maybe Weber and Fakatava, who you were looking. You, you didn't look at any of those guys and go. That guy showed why he needs to be in the All Blacks. Not yeah, really. Yeah, right. No one not was like, really. oh, he just looks like a man playing boys. Yeah, not Could really. Could you, how did he travel? It was all right. Didn't do anything. Yeah, nothing. Like when you looked at how Geordie played. Moni. Like, or, um, or Rico. Uh, who? Uh, the, the other um, Chief Swinger. What's his name? Moni. Oh, no, no, Totoro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was all right. Got to try. And then Akira. He was all right. Yeah, again, that's just like all right. Like a lot of kind they of had, six um, or sevens. And one of my faves, he's never going to be an all black, but he's one of my faves, uh, Ricky Riccatelli. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he was all right. Just like solid. Just looked like some good New Zealand rugby players playing some. The other. Japanese guys definitely need more game time before the World Cup. They were, they were horrible. Yeah, just again, rust, man. They just looked like a bunch of guys, kind of like the Argentinians did in that first half. Just like they, they were, it was apparently bloody hot. It was yeah. like 30 something degrees. But a cool, uh, yeah. And like the Japanese guys in the start of the game were just flying out of the line, rush defense, making the All Blacks guys make mistakes. Yeah. But they couldn't keep it up. It's just too any, hot. Any, um, when you have wind in any temperatures like above 31, 32, it's pretty uncomfortable. It does, the wind isn't even cooling. It's yeah, just, it's just hot. horrible. Yeah. They asked just, like in the post match on field interview, they asked Brad Weber because he's captain. Like, how did you yeah, find the game? And he's just like, hot. Like that's yeah, the first like thing he said. It's just like, yeah, he's like, this is very different from what we just left in New Zealand <laughs> been... with my fluffy socks. <laughs> yeah. Can you please show them your socks? There you go. Look at those sexy things. Damn. Anyone else got a Sam Kane? Um, okay. Oh well, yeah. So it wasn't nothing to ride behind it, but ride. Um, you could quite happily miss that one and not be so, missing out on a lot. Yeah, I th- I found I watched the post match and fucking time look at when he came on though he scored a magic try. Oh the, yeah, he did actually. I saw that try. I saw the tries. Yeah, they seemed alright. Yeah. Um, I was I, the post match in Japan is pretty painful to watch. What was the translation. Yeah, the translation just seems to take a Ages. long time. And then Brad Webber can't understand the translator. It's like sorry, I I don't know. And then it's like. You're having that, that you're moment. like, am I racist because I can't understand what mm. the, you know, and yeah, it was, it was a little bit awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he yeah. made a joke about drinking sake. I'm not sure if she translated that. He's like, I think we've earned like a drink of water, maybe a sake. <laughs> but I don't know if the Japanese joke about sake. <laughs> sake is no, yeah. nothing better. Don't yeah, know. Yeah, never yeah. been, never been. But yeah, yeah. 38 6. They're playing again. This coming week, and it's going to be the All Blacks 15 against Japan proper. But I would imagine it's a very similar team that runs yeah, up right. in the field. And they were, they're maybe wearing the red this time. The red yeah. instead of the zebra. Black yeah, and white. right. Yeah. Well, odd game, but yeah, what a crowd. Yeah. Crowd. A great crowd. And a great crowd at uh, um, in Argentina, too. Yes. Felt sorry for them a little Some bit great, that first Yeah, they were so quiet after the All Blacks ran in yeah. like their second try. There's one thing I noticed about the J- Japan crowd as well. I was like, they're a lot Very like, quiet. They're like, an all, they're like a New All-Blacks Zealand crowd. Yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like... They sit there politely. Yeah. Ooh. They were under instructions, I know, because, you know, I watched a bit of the old sumo. I haven't watched it for a wee while. <gasps> but... Um, the sumo fans were told, because sumo is indoors, and especially during COVID, you're not allowed to cheer. You're allowed to clap, but because of cheering is oh, going to wow. get COVID everywhere. They're very compliant people, aren't mm. they? Yeah. So maybe that, that maybe that thing is still stuck. Like you're just not supposed to, I don't know, maybe there's always like that. I can't remember. Can't <laughs> cheer. But yeah. That's anyway. weird. Um, oh, sorry. There was another 
flipping game of rugby Tell this me weekend. Was the MLR final. And my boys Ma- are in it. Ma'anonu's San Diego Legion, who'd lost one game all season. But they didn't have enough to match my Jackers. Go up against the New England Free Jacks, who I think had lost two games all season. Uh, this game clashed with, well, I forget it, which I think it was the second rugby championship game. So I didn't watch it. Again, like you, I was going to watch it straight after the like the rugby championship game. Yes. But like I'd gotten up at three in the morning. I was buggered. You'd made your like, videos? Yeah, I'd done my videos. I'm like, and then my kids run around. Like, I'll take them to my parents' house. I'm like, nah. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not so I watched the highlights. It's like You're meant four, to be the world's biggest advocate of the MLR. I know. I know. You bastard. There were like four or five. It was, it was a proper final. Is this Nonu's last professional I game? I don't know, maybe. He kind of... I, again, I only saw the highlights. Did he shit the but rest? he certainly... He shot up out of the line for one of the Jackers' first tries. And then the Jackers were behind with five minutes to go. And then he kind of gets run around by oh. one of the Jackers towards the end. So oh. uh, maybe that's just kind of 40-year-old leagues and not quite as fast as some of the younger guys. So yeah, the, the, right. the Free Jacks end up winning it. He's older than us, isn't he? Tw- yeah, he is. 25-24. Like, what, what a, a scoreline for a final. And, I mean, there was like four or five lead changes. So proper, wow. proper final. Well wow. done, Free Jacks. And you had it in your jackers. That's great. Um, well, I can't wait. There might be a little TCGD down the track for you, Jack boys. Best team name. Best team in the world. <laughs> the award goes to the free New England Free Jacks. There was another game on. I also missed this one, but I have seen the highlights. The Black Ferns and the Pacific Fours played Canada. I watched the Black Ferns play Australia. Um, was it last week? Right. Can I talk about last week for a second? Go on. Then. So you and I uh, make this uh, once a week generally. Generally. But we there was like three weeks in a row where there was like no rugby at all. And like, well, there was. There super was, rugby. It was just super rugby and we were covering like one or two games of the yeah. week or something like that. And like not a lot of international interest. And we're like, look, there won't be much on that week. There's literally no games. But like, there, was a, there was MLR semifinals, yeah. and then there was the Black Ferns playing Australia. But then there were like these massive all news, the, developments. news developments. And then every other YouTuber in the world was like, time to get hyped about the rugby championship and doing these big rugby we championships. Like, oh, we're having a week off. <laughs> well, we, uh, we thought there wouldn't be. And I was like, that's so dumb. Why didn't, Why didn't we talk preview? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We did a preview for the Six Nations, mm-hmm. but we didn't do a preview. For, so take this as our post-first game preview. Mm. About the games to come, not the games that have already happened. That's how that, that works. was a review. It was a review and a preview. Yeah. So the Black Ferns hammered the Aussies. Yeah, they did. You know, weirdly, did you know that game was on? Uh, I did actually. How did you know? I follow Alice Sopa. 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 Okay. Um, on um, Twitter, and right. she was getting, she was getting, she was pretty, doing some hype stuff about it. She okay. was getting pretty hyped about it. Because yeah. I follow the Black Ferns on Twitter, and although yeah. they did tweet about it, none of it made its way to my feed. And I don't think I saw any advertising for it. And right. I asked my mum and dad, because they are more likely consumers of kind of traditional media, radio, you know, yeah, regular right. TV. And TV I was like, did you guys know the Black Ferns played the Wallaroos? And they were just like, no. Nah. Even after the game, they were like, oh, no, nah, who won? Yeah, right. So I don't know if that one was bad. The, Whereas the, the, the Canada game, I did see some, some kind of it's hype just, It's a sad. It's sad because it's the first test match after that incredible World Cup win. Mm. You maybe think, all right. Our team's back in it, everybody. Yeah. Let's let's get into it. Was we didn't even get one of those really sad? Um, I don't remember seeing one of those sad Sky ads. Like it's women's rugby. It's lit. Get Check in, it out. Get into it. Sky Sports. Yeah. 
you know, giving you no context, no emotive reason to watch it. Didn't even see one of those, really. Yeah. I just, poor old Ella Soper. Soper? Soper? Soper. Uh, Barry so- Soper's daughter. Ah. Oh, Barry Soper on 1ZB. Ah, oh, how about that, eh? Married to Heather Duplessis Ellen. Really? Yeah, there's a big age gap between those two. And Heather Duplessis Ellen is... They've got a kid. Oh, really? He's like, he's like 70. Isn't Heather Duplessis Ellen like quite a hard right winger? Think as so. well, I think they're both. And are. Ella Soper, <clears throat> Soper is like yeah, totally different from her dad. And she's pretty, she's pretty left leaning and all that yeah. sort of thing. Would you, you know, well, you just know, like political differences in the family. I wonder what their, yeah, I wonder what their um, family chats are like. What are your family chats like when it comes to politics? I never gave two shits about politics, which is a weird right. one because my dad was always hardcore Labour. Was it? And my brother, growing up as a university student, was like hardcore Greens. Ah. So, like, literally one election in our front yard of my, both... my parents' old house, we literally had a Labour and a Greens billboard because they wow. both contacted the local parties to put up billboards. And they're still in that? I don't think my brother's is into the Greens anymore. Yeah, I think that, I that voted... the Green Party's changed a lot since I he think, was a university yeah, student. They've yeah, gone the a bit Greens, more the Greens have kind gone... of extremely, less environmentally. And yeah, more... they're not the Janet Fitzsimons <laughs> no. days are not so much Quite around. This is New Zealand politics chat. Yeah, it's more the other days now. Good for them. Anyway, yes, uh, yeah, I'm the same as your brother. I was quite, I was very left leaning. As a, I think they say, what is it? They say if you're 21 and you're not a basically a socialist, you don't have a heart, and if you're 41 and you're still a socialist, you don't have a brain. Right. So I think that's it's about right. It's about right. I just think they're all a bunch of wankers. I think you're about right. They're all, they're if you right. have a political party you are particularly fond of, cool you, beans. Well done. I just uh, don't. It's like the Marvel I'm not, movies. I'm just not into them. <laughs> They do impact our lives quite a bit. Yeah, they do. A lot more than, you know, Captain America does. I don't know. I think Captain America influenced me probably more than... Than Christopher... Christopher Lackson. Oh, what's his nickname? Uh, Checkers. <laughs> Chippy. Chippy. That's, that's Christopher, there's two Chris's who are going for the... Uh, oh, Luxon. Luxon and, and Hipkins. So yep. they call Chris Hipkins Chippy. Chip. See Hip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I had to explain to you a couple of podcasts ago. Now. Yeah. And then there's Christopher Luxon. Who's Clucks? Clucks. Yeah. Is that what, is that what he looks like Mr. Potato, basically. I don't care about politics at all. Are you going to vote? I'll vote. All right. Okay. I anyway, just, what I, were we talking about before we went on this really, really fascinating really um, um, New Zealand politics chat? Speaking of politics, the rugby world has been flipped on its head politically uh, with yeah. this new world league can I tell you something? innovation. Before we go into this, can I pick a, have a bone with one, one of our viewers? What are viewers who I generally like? Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I, Rian. I, yeah, not Rian. Oh, yeah, Rian. Don't he you called f- you out. I'm coming for you, you twat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not him. Not a, not a fake beast. This is more real. This is more personal. Oh, okay. Junaid, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Junaid something or other. He, he wrote, he was like, oh, it's good to see, um, well, he said something along the lines of, what a surprise. Tony's opinion is exactly the same as Jeff Wilson's again. And I was like, oh. I can't think of anybody I disagree with more than Jeff Wilson. And then, I, and then he did his, like, his little laughing face. And I honestly was like, first response was, go f*** yourself. Then I deleted that. And then I was like, and then I was like, deleted that. And then I just wrote, wrote nice one. But yeah, I was like, what do you mean? So number one, He's saying that I'm like just taking my opinions. From- you're watching the breakdown and you're going, that's what I have to think this week. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's like some sort of osmosis and you yeah. hear a lot of different things. Yeah. 
But I, I, I generally disagree with with a lot of. I feel like I used to agree with Jeff Wilson more, but he's over the years guy. he's just been but going more and more. Anyway, I love you, Janaid. Yeah. In that moment, I was irritated with you. Janaid's a top bloke. Yeah, I did. I did write nice one. Just Someone right. in the comments also mentioned that I need to stop wearing the winners' jerseys in my review videos because it is a spoiler for people who haven't you seen the game. You don't always win, right? But you once you're actually watching it, you already should know the. Yeah, why, why are you on YouTube if you don't want to know the result? The only thing that gets you now is that the, the thumbnail, auto... thumbnail start to play. Well, don't go on YouTube if you want to not be spoiled. <laughs> Bro. There are other things to watch on YouTube as opposed to rugby. But if your whole algo is set up for rugby. If you are like, I really want to watch this game and not be spoiled. Like if that's important to you, then you, spoil... you need to make better decisions. You did it to me. Yes, but you should not be on YouTube. I didn't. I wasn't going to click on anything. If I'm not trying to be spoiled, the rules gonna, are no just... Twitter, no YouTube, no Reddit, and no Gaza. Because Gaza will call me up. How about those Argentinians? See that? I'm like, God damn it, Dad. So he sends you one of his long. No, messages. he'll um, he'll call me. Well, yeah, sometimes send me a message. Yeah, but no Gaza. Right. Okay. And also, you got to be careful in the car. The car radio can get you. Because you're just yeah, you're just driving okay. along, music, 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 and then it's like, and and the, the Six Nations, England had a good win. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, so you got to got to be yeah. very careful. But if it's and important it's gonna, to you, it's gonna you be, need to it's, make life choices. Which it's going to be hard align. this one because I'm terrible at waking up in the morning. I really am. I mm. don't even wake up at seven a.m. to right. watch the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad. Is that sad? But I didn't spoil it. It's practical as long as you don't know the result. It doesn't I, really matter. But it was weird. I was just like thinking. I was like, can't check Twitter. I can't mm. go on stuff. I can't. Yeah. Do my usual Sunday morning sort of things. Yeah. Like. But yeah, it was uh, yeah. It's it's a dicey game, and I'm yeah. worried about the World Cup as it as it approaches. There's going to be a lot of like early morning games that you have to either watch live, or just spend half the day off. Um, Shut yourself off from all that stuff. But then I'm going to wake up and have to work. Ah, oh, okay, maybe. I don't know. This is. I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. How's that? World League. Yes. Uh, so I, not in British and Irish Lions years. Can I tell you? Not in Rugby World Cup years. So but all the tier one countries, well, all the Six Nations countries, all the rugby championship countries, and it'll definitely be Japan and one other, probably Fiji, Fiji. will play um, off in some kind of like replace the June, July, and um, November tests. Can I start teams. with what I like about it? I also went to start with that point, but okay. here you go. So, I did a video about it. I, I did not. Uh, what I like about it is it maybe just makes games a little bit more meaningful right. at times. Like I think test matches in their um, very nature are meaningful. Yeah, it's um, not like football where a friendly is just like it's a throwaway game. No, you never not. watch All Blacks Australia and think nah, just for the shits and yeah, giggles. Yeah, it's, 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 it never it's, has that feeling. I don't know about if it's it. the sort of physicality or the mm. um, combativeness of the game, but yeah. It never feels that way ever. You're right. Um, so, and also I'm quite a bit, it reminds me a little bit of the World Test Championship. Okay. Which the New Zealanders won the first time that went around and the Australians have just won. So, I don't know anything about that. So, does that so mean world, that we don't get normal Test Series anymore or Test Series count for points? Test Series count for points. Okay. Essentially. And you're, and it's really weird. You get points based on... It's not like you get two points for a win or anything like right. that. Right, so based get, on strength of opposition? Your strength of opposition. But power yeah. rankings in there. Basically. Mm. So it's it's all a bit... I think I might odd. prefer that. 
Yeah, yeah. If they did that, like Ireland's coming to New Zealand, you know, Ireland's ranked number one, we're ranked number three, they get X amount of points. But if they're, if they're planning for every, to be like a round robin where everybody plays each other yeah. the same amount of times, um, for, you know, home and away or whatever mm. they're going to do, then you don't really need to do it that way. Um, mm. But yeah, so I like that. It's going to add a bit of meaning. Okay. I like the fact that we're going to have a lot of high quality rugby to watch. Yep. Um, but I think ultimately it's a sh- short-term money grab mm. and it's going to be a real, real um, body blow for yeah. the expansion of the That's game right. internationally and, and for the teams, the, the, the team that you've got, that everyone I think is thinking of and feeling for more Georgia. than any other. Georgia. And uh, Georgia are a team that are really knocking on, you know, the higher tier rugby mm-hmm. and being in that in that level. And I know they've talked about this promotion relegation stuff, but I did see your video and you made a really good point. You were like, if it's owned by the Six Nations and Sansa, do you think the Six Nations and Sansa are going to idly sit by as one of their top line teams? You know, gets, gets delegated. <laughs> yeah, no, delegated, relegated. Um, and, and you, you know, guys like go to, off and play play Samoa. Yeah, while exactly. Georgia gets all that. Sweet, we'll take sweet that. TV we'll, t- we'll take that financial blow. Or do you think those there'll be some sort of sub clause that gets them out of there? So I think it's um, it's basically yeah, it's just it's just fencing off. Mm. And yeah, and that was your your point, and I mm. and I wholeheartedly agreed it. And then I saw the bullshit. Oh, I did see this Junaid on the breakdown. <laughs> And they I were watched like, that as well because Gaz was like, "Oh, they love the idea," and I was like, "Oh, like, let me watch it." Yeah, they're just jacking the idea off, mm. like because it's going to we'll make. We're going to see some top quality rugby, oh, and, then the and there's that, the door open for the teams like that, Georgia to that, get promoted. And I was, was like, in 2030, in 2030, and really, is that going to happen? Yeah, yeah, and that Only was the, if it's that like was the, one of the that was like teams. if that was the really really it felt sinister them saying that. Yeah. You know, I was like, that is absolute horseshit. Yeah, you know the fact that you're promoting it as a good thing for the the expansion of the game yeah. like and the other thing that I think other people have brought up Janaid I'm sorry I, I do have thoughts that other people do have sometimes as well is does this devalue the World mm. Cup in any way you know does it make it mm. um, does it you know well, we've already seen all these teams mm. play each other with you know with um, big yeah. uh, things online what's actually going to be called yeah. I don't know I don't think they've got a name yet but I do feel like there will be a, a factor with that. Like I notice it because in my lifetime, we've gone from touring South Africa to playing them yearly in the rugby championship. Yeah, and the tours used to be great. Tours used to be like, oh my God, we've got to go to South Africa. We never win tours over there. And we, that last tour. 96. We still, we, we managed to finally win a bloody tour over there. And it was like, it was big deal. It, it was, was as big deal. as the World Cup at the yeah, time. Yeah, basically, because we'd lost the World Cup the year before. In so, South Africa, yeah. In South Africa. So it was massive. So, I mean, we still get I do to- a breakdown of that in my video. Oh, okay. So go, yeah, yeah, okay. of that of that second test, right? One of the best test matches ever seen. Yeah, you know, incredibly physical, intense, hardcore, hardcore rugby. So uh, I think that you can't have this competition and have it not impact your kind of connection with the World Cup. Mm. It'll just happen. I mean, I also mentioned a few things like, you know, we'll get to play, we'll probably get to host Scotland or Italy for a change because we never host them. Like New Zealand only hosts big money teams, like usually England or France or Ireland, like teams who are going to, you know, get a big broadcast thing. I think having a blanket broadcaster across will probably help. And it might like uh, the, uh, the average casual fan over here might actually care what's happening with some other teams. Yeah, that's true. Because it will directly impact their own team. So there, it's not 
wholly a bad idea, uh, there, but I do feel like, like it, you said, it's and it's and my understanding is it's not <clears throat> a semi final, like quarter final, semi final, final type thing. Mm. It's like who's got the points at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, I don't think all the the details in that regard of. I hope it, I hope it, I hope it's not because if it's like a semi final, quarter final, final sort of thing, then it's just a World Cup. Then it's just like the World Cup. So I hope it's mm. more of the English Premier League model. Yeah, man. But how the hell is Georgia going to get some games? Well, can we get them some games in the British and Irish and British? Yeah, Irish there will be years. during those years. Yeah. What are, what are they there every? So it's every four years. Just so like so basically every four years. So two of the years will be built up by this World Jack Off League. Yeah. And then two of those four years will be also filled by the World Cup, um, which Georgia will be heavily involved in, and then also the British and Irish Lions. Yeah. Where basically a lot of the other teams are looking for quality opposition because mm. England, Ireland, Wales are all going to one country mm. so hopefully they can get a bit of love there like i'd love to see it'd be great to see another world power kind of emerge like italy just isn't really i know they've they looked a lot better in the six nations but the amount of opportunities and time they've had now you'd, you'd hope they would be a little bit more advanced than yeah, georgia are. beat them last year georgia yeah. beat wales yeah and then yeah. the georgia they've just been screaming out for more games more games more games and interestingly i remember looking at japan's fixtures list as they kind of got better through the years and they used to be playing when they used to get hidings they would only play like they would play korea they would play hong kong they were stuck playing the asian teams then they started playing like tonga samoa fiji yeah and then they started getting games against you know like italy yeah and, and they, just, they just started getting better opposition and i mean it's that, a slow process it's, it's a factor within their rugby improving so 100%. The thing is, Japan's got the money. Yeah, they got to. Nobody they, wants to go to Tbilisi because there's not going to be a big broadcast deal. That into, that's in, I couldn't. I couldn't name a Georgian city. So well done. I only know Tbilisi. Tbilisi, what a place Tbilisi is. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of money in Georgia, but and that just shows you know without the money priorities. They got lot, they got the like great. New Zealand's happy to go to like America, happy to go to Japan. Yeah, I mean it's not just New Zealand. I think New Zealand's played more tier two teams in the last ten years than like England has. Yeah, it's much of a muchness. Like Scotland, I think ends up playing the most. But yeah, if anything, it's weird because in 2017, World Rugby had this big plan that they released. I think it was Beaumont that was like, "There's going to be a 33 percent increase in tier one versus tier two and bloody blah, blah. Now it's like, actually, fuck that. We want the money. We want the money. Yeah, Take it was, the it money was pre-COVID, so we want that sweet, sweet. Keesh. Yeah, so like I, I'm dubious about it, but then I'll be, I'm pretty sure when it's actually on, I'll be freaking, You'll be I'll, watching be, it. I'll be jacking I'm it I'm going to miss the three match tours though. Yeah, I love the old school tours. Because you, they, you get to play them in that first game and, and the loser gets to go, geez, we need a, you know. And I think the culture of a team really, you know, develops and changes over. Over a, a tour, right? You've only a got each other. experience. And, yeah, you yeah. stay, you know, because like the Irish were here across that tour. I think it was great for them. Yeah, and they, they're they they're in the country. They're well and well, truly acclimatized. They're not in mm. for a weekend where. Yeah, you're not just stopping by. Yeah, you're part of it. You know, you really get the feel of the whole damn thing. Mm. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. It's going to happen. Maybe you and I are just old men yelling in the wind. I think so. Yeah. I think the reaction has generally been pretty negative, but maybe casual fans will just be like, that's good. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, so this matters here? Yeah. yeah. Top team, and then, and top teams. And like, if you ask a casual fan, do you want to see the All Blacks play like Ireland, Wales, and France this year, or do you want to see us go to Georgia? Mm. I feel like they're going to pick the first one. But yeah, we have to pay that price to bring teams <clears throat> up and to grow the game. Yeah. Because then World Cups get more competitive. The 100%. Game just gets more interesting. 100%. And how exciting is it when 
those lower teams do make quarterfinals. Yeah. I mean, just look know? at Japan. We used to beat them by 100-plus points at the World Cup, but then in 2015, they, they beat freaking South Africa. Isn't Mark Ellis the they all-time... They beat Ireland. Isn't Mark Ellis yeah. the all-time try-scoring record in tries. one game? Yeah. Like six or something. And, that, that and, Simon, and Simon Colhane is mm. the all-time point-scoring record in one game. Simon Colhane. Of all people. Yeah. Good old Southland man. Anyway, uh, and finally, uh, I think... We spoke about it last time we had a podcast. Mm. The Kiwi lads had a copyright strike for one of our YouTubers. Resolved. Resolved. Yes. And poor old Squidge got Squidge a copyright. Squidge got one from Supersport. Bastards. That sucks, man. That's really... And he's the biggest. He's the... We're, and I think... I don't know. Maybe he's so big that he got attacked, but... Surely. That's just a lawyer. Yeah. I think a lot of these places, like I know Sanzar does it, they employ Past. a company... To, be to protect their copyright. So those companies that are getting paid on the basis of kind of how many copyright claims that they do or whatever, it's within their remit to just do as many as possible. They don't care. Yeah, it's dog shit though. Because mm. uh, it needs like, to be a bit more nuanced than that. Channels, channels. Like if you're just uploading a full match, yeah, you're probably going to get struck. I think, and I think that guy, have you seen that guy, Uggy? Have we talked about him mm. before? He's he good value. Great videos. Yep. Really good, really good quality stuff. Really seems really sharp. Um, I think he had another channel that got closed down. I really? Think, I think this might be a second channel. I'm not mm. sure. If I'm if I'm wrong, I really apologize. So there's definitely been a few channels which have been. Like there were those channels they used to do, like they probably are still like like speed races, like you know this guy versus this guy, and they'll put the little tracking things and like the kilometers per hour they're running. And like, they every now and again, those would get like just struck. Yeah, that sucks. But, I haven't. I've. Uh, I. I'm a bit naughty with some of the stuff I do. Mm. I haven't. I've managed to. I think I'm probably small enough. Just a sprat in the ocean, really. Not even that. Luckily, my whiteboard's pretty safe. <laughs> You and your whiteboard. Pretty safe. Well, yeah. It's, well, it's worrying with Kiwi lads and stuff. He was just using a logo or mm-hmm. even the, the words. True. The words, the Back words. Back off, rugby copyright powers. Stop being we're, we're trying to grow your game, you dumb bastards. We really are. Trying to get more. If The more successful we are, the more people are actually going to watch the little match day experience. This is and, it. And it seems a really simple argument. Really not a hard, a hard to sort of argue that anyway look we've talked about a bunch of games some some politics some politics some youtube shit some very tiny amount of women's rugby they beat they beat the canadians by the way yeah what was it solidly 52 21 yeah Uh, yeah. c for the black ferns looked particularly impressive we talked about the the super political history of their family which is i'm sure everyone's gonna be you were gonna mention something about the wallaroos game you saw that one yeah, there was a pounding. Mm. Um, to the black, yeah, yeah, the black folks pounded them. But anyway, mate, look, well done. Sorry, everybody, that we weren't here last week. I'm sure you really missed us. Did you miss them? Definitely. Well, you see them a lot more than I do. Yeah. But anyway, thank you very much. Kakita. Oh, hold on. They can listen to this. Apple Podcasts. Uh, iHeartRadio. Google Podcasts. Wherever you get your Give mind. us a rating and a review. I'll read it out next week. Yes, okay. Well, if you give us a rating and a review, as long as it's not shit, we probably... Well, can form a sentence was pretty... Uh, I... Maybe not, a bit overpraised. I can I not... Yes. <clears throat> sentence? See, yeah. That was Podcast good. good, we are. Bye. See you,